Yeah, you know. I mean, have you heard any music or anything like that lately? Um, you know, it's, uh, that's the norm, you know. That's the way it should be, you know. Uh, protect children. Um, Charles Bronson, Death Wish. Of course, the lesser version with Bruce Willis. But, I mean, those are our, our values. You protect the children. You protect people. Well, anyway, so what's... Waking up into this uh, acceptance of, uh, you know, uh, what I would just call an, a, 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 a total antichrist abomination, anti-life abomination, anti-breath abomination, anti-existence abomination. So the perpetrators of the abomination... Wherever they happen to be, whether it's in Congress or here or there, the coach of the team or positions of authority, you want to throw that authority around, teach these blue-haired teachers and whatnot, they got to go. They got to, got to go. You, you don't, you just don't, you just, imagine the horror of waking up and having it like people, you know, kind of blasé on the whole subject. You know, just kind of letting it happen. Just letting these kids get murdered. Oh, well, you know, I don't want to get in trouble, so I better not say anything. I mean, they, they, I've never seen uh, the cowardice of the American. Is this, uh, I mean, it, it's a joke, the military. It's a joke, everything. It's, it's a joke of a joke of a joke. It's a, not a good joke either. A, People are fighting back. Did you see uh, General Flynn's move yesterday? Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like, don't, believe me, I'm going to encourage that. I'm just, I'm, I'm just marveling at how I've, uh, I feel like I woke up in this, uh, you know, in this, this. Uh, well, I've woken up in this clarity because. All the gang stalking and all the persecution, you know, that, that you know, that's all spiritual warfare. But it all begins and ends with these people. The same ones. The very same. And they sticker and laugh like they got an inside secret. And I'm like, you know, what part of evil don't you understand? I mean, you're seen. When I was a child, I saw them. It's not like, oh, I've got some secret inside plan of success. And aren't you a fool for not taking that route? I mean, you've got to be kidding me. You're an idiot. You're a complete loser. You're totally, you know, an irony. Hey! You know, you're alive but anti-life. You pursue success, but you're a loser. You want peace, but you pursue war, and that's what we're dealing with. And it's 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 a and I and I agree with a lot of people that you know are kind of assessing it as a mental illness. Problem is that the people that you're talking about are the psychiatrists, <laughs> are the hospital workers, and you wonder. You know, we remember how we used to wonder about the. The Seven Eleven guy, 
why he was sold out. You know, what what benefit is there for him besides you know having some a, a, a perceived secret control over the other people or something or whatever whatever the game is, whatever stupid game it is, whatever dumb idiotic game it is, whatever embarrassing game it is. Because the game is always the same. It's always against the one playing it. The house wins. The player's a fool. A sucker. The one born every second. The fact that there are lots of them and they can bully you, hey, uh, therefore they can, they can be bullies, right? Because there's lots of them. So they feel like they have strength in numbers. Um, but even that, they screw up. Because God, you see, protects his children. And he'll turn to good those things that are intended for harm. And look it up. It's there. Yeah. All in the word. The word is very powerful. Yes. The word is a sword. And, um, you know, we, we plead the blood of Jesus on this podcast that it would reach people before too late. I've been, um, you know kind of wasting my time. Every once in a while I'll do a... Yeah, Benson's here with us. We're, uh... You know, we're... We're en route. We're en route. We, 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 uh... Uh, we're... You know, we had to wrestle with this, uh, with a vehicle. We bought a, um, a, a vintage bus and decided to drive it from Florida back home. And the first thing you know, we get, you know, broke down on the road, stop bus, you know, the old bed, towed, everything, you know, every sleeping and rest stops. I mean, every, uh, <laughs> everything you can imagine. Make a good comedy film. Well, no, it's, it's, it, 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 uh, at my age, this is not the kind of thing you want to do, but I can tell you this. I, I've learned a, a lot uh, of things. I've learned a lot of things. And. The Lord tells me that Benz is going to go from a kind of an agitating dog, you know, like a puppy and just real exuberant and demanding, to a protective dog. And he is stronger than Molly and Dasha put together. And Eli. And Eli. Eli's about done with this world. His tail is a lethal weapon. That's why people cut those tails off. But we didn't. So now the tail, you know, one thing he does is he gets in the bus. So it's like, you know, the, um, I got to fix this thing up and, Come on, buddy. you know, be, be good. just uh, accept my, uh, my uh, fate of uh, having to, uh, you know, do some upgrades and some things and, you know, but, but ultimately it's, uh. It's, it's cool because it's um, it's value, you know what I mean? It's 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 driving, you know. There's a difference between driving a bus and driving a, say, like a motorhome or something. A motorhome is it's a flimsy house of cards. A bus is like built to drive, you know. It's a big, big, big difference. It is. It's uh, you know, whether you're a passenger or whether you're driving, but but you know, they take work, and you know, and I'm I'm looking forward to the challenge over the next couple of years, and uh, uh, why not? I don't know who owned it, but I'd like to find out. 
I'm I'm hunting down the uh, the build the builders now I've been talking to and just just wondering how this thing came to be. And uh, if if you didn't hear the dogs, you hear a little bit of sound, but you know either from the air conditioning or something. But basically, the acoustics in here are perfect. It's a it's studio level acoustics. Yeah, the, the Bose sound. Wow. Yeah, but it, it doesn't work. <laughs> Nothing works. Got to get everything fixed. No, no. There, there, there's they, a, they didn't even give us the computer. No, no. no there, okay, let me go they back to the podcast. They didn't even give us the, Let, the Let's password. get into the podcast now. No bitches. Nope. So, because I'm talking, you know, the dogs feel like there's a. Anyway, I wanted to chime in, and it's time for me to, you know, go into the spirit, go into the pod, and, uh, um, you know, we're. Uh, I want to talk about nuclear war a little bit. Okay, so in 2003, I did have a vision of myself, a nuke going off, and my jumping into the, the white light of the uh, release of energy. And what happened is I didn't die. I just went right on, you know, into the next thing. And I wonder if that has anything to do with, with, you know, what's happening. Like, if there was a war, would God be forsaking us if he, you know, if, if, say, Russia took out every city in America, which is no no big deal for them, would there be a, um, what would be the, the distribution of souls? And the people of the Lord go with the Lord. I mean, you don't, you know, I'll just say... Going back to my experience, I didn't. There was no death. There was nothing but bliss. It, there was no pain. There was just you know, okay, this is over and that begins, and and what was beginning was way better than this. I don't know what you'd call it. I don't think it's really. You, I, I don't really understand what heaven is as a definition, but you know, it wasn't this, but it was awesome. You know what I mean? And it, it was nothing to be afraid of. Amen. And so today, a lot of the words being shared are like Psalm 91, Psalm 23, Psalm 37, you know, Psalm 118, just some of these that, you know, um, scriptures where Jesus is saying, you know, don't, don't worry, I've overcome the world. Um, and what if the nuke is in some way overcoming the world? For those who are with the Lord, it may not be for everyone, but I mean, if that's if that's kind of what it is, uh, that the people were not forsaken. It's you know, being alive in the in the soul and the spirit, and not necessarily alive in the in the bodily form, because most of these bodily forms right now are breaking down. And you could say, well, Lord, why have you forsaken me? My body is not gonna is not lasting, and I'm having to. You know, do drugs and you know, and, and and pills and this and that, and medical treatments and all this other stuff to just be normal. That doesn't make any sense. And you know, um, the quality of life is not really there when you have people tolerating the violence. And then, of course, just like my book, Lamb. They're letting out all the, just exactly like Lamb. They're letting all the, and, and as they've planned, they're letting all the prisoners out of jail 
and they're they're running the streets now, and they're going to empty the prisons into the streets in order to um, you know take over the cities. Why is that? Because the prisoner running the streets is in the same club as Biden and the rest. It's the left, which is the left-handed path. They're all they're brethren. They're brothers in crime. You know, the guy that gets let out of jail, you know, Whitey Bulger, remember Whitey Bulger? You know, gangsters, uh, Bidens, uh, have most of Congress, uh, players on the world stage, and they say, you know, we're letting these criminals out. Well, they, to them, it's not... Uh, he'll talk, because I'm talking, I guess. It's not letting criminals out. It's freeing their brethren. And that's why they, they, you know, Soros and all these people had all these district attorneys and letting murderers go free and all that, because that's their brethren. Those are soldiers. Most of those guys are under orders, and when they get out, then they do what they're told. And they have a direct command line from the, the top, which is the, you know, Soros, WEF, the institutions of the world which are run by Satan, and they have a direct command line uh, to those criminals. So that's like letting their own out. It's like getting the January 6th people out of those prison, uh, getting our political prisoners out of prison. It's the same thing, except that there's a military-style top-down control. All these guys uh, have also taken over the military and everything else, have a command structure that supersedes law enforcement, military, all that. They are all uh, together, you know, whether you say the FBI, Department of Justice, um, you know, big corporations, the whole bit, they all are the same blood, I should say. And they all have, um, you know, the hive mind characteristic, characteristic where they operate, a lot of them, silently. They don't really have to communicate through, uh, you know, emails and and words because they're already linked they already have this understanding of what it is they have to do and what it is they have to do is they have to you know take over and they have to to destroy or kill anyone that does not worship the beast anyone that does not worship Satan um, through their edict which would be um, under Bill Gates would be the uh, 60606 implant and um, that any resistors of that, that even any resistors of that, um, they tried to make an example of during the vaccine famous uh, actors like Sean Penn wanted to put people in prison and want to put people in prison now if they don't take the vaccine. And, um, you know, that kind of uh, attitude. Uh, we got Ben's going crazy here, but I think she's going to walk him around. And I want to get forth this message of... Uh, But the Lord is not far. The Lord is close. 
and you have. Uh, I, I understand. I, I know. It's it's a it's a it's a park full of dogs, and Ben's is so strong he can rip the leash out of your hand. And if you don't let the leash go, he'll pull you over. So we need, you know, we need to get him some training when we get back. Uh, we had no idea he would be that strong. Now we realize, you know. Anyway, so this is what I think the Lord wants me to say to you. Number one. Uh, the Lord is close and the Lord is close to the people that you know uh, uh, mention his name praise him focus speak the word read the word pray the word pray um, in other words any kind of acts revolving around the Lord even um, material acts such as uh, uh, how you interact with people and, and uh, how you're led by the spirit rather than the material things uh, is really a um, showing a sign that you know you are the Lord's because nothing of this world anymore means anything to you and I mean other than as something you're doing you, you know the world but the objects in the world are all very distant begin, becoming more and more distant from each other and more and more irrelevant you know, objects in the world, people and what what they think or they don't think, you know, organization, you know, the trees, grass, vehicles. There's not really a path in time like um, a progression like there had been. There had been a contiguous progression of, you know, things on television, of... Um, things uh, oh god he's pulling Trish I don't know if Trish can handle it he, he, he's let the leash go Trish so I, I, I can't believe how strong he got it's, anyway I understand he's going to be a protector that's going to be his role so you need something strong. I mean, he doesn't look... He's, looks can be deceiving. He's stronger than any German Shepherd. And uh, we both had to hold him one day. He just he just bolted away, and I thought, you know, probably this... You know, every mistake we made on this trip, one of which is bringing dogs and thinking it was going to be a nice trip... Uh, you know, who knows? I'm just, I'm just following the... the, the <laughs> the bliss, the, the 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 leading of the Lord, the the inspiration of the Lord, if there is any, um, and 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 just my main, I guess, if there's a prayer for myself and my friends that I know, it would be for health and vitality and for that uh, that drive to to. Um, to do something with spirit and with joy and not, not have to worry about infirmities, you know what I mean? Like, 
I've spent um, days worrying about infirmities and, and uh, not wanting to, but just having to deal with, you know. And uh, it, it's really um, it, 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 it's such a waste of time. But I hear the Lord saying to me, I can heal you. I will heal you. You are healed. You have been healed. You are whole. You've been made whole. There's nothing wrong with you. Things like that. That even though there may be physical things to, to lament, the only thing to really fear would be, of course, death. And I don't really know. You know, I mean, it's easy to fear something like that or, or sickness and, um, and then lose days worrying about it. So the other, the other attitude, of course, which is irresponsible. Um, I mean, you know, people think I'm completely insane right now. So, but very irresponsible is, you know, just charging into whatever, and you know, with kind of a you know almost a reckless abandon because we have the Lord. So it's not exactly um, blind. You know, um, because the Lord is showing us great things for the future. The Lord is showing us a future. So when they're talking about nukes now, and I know it's, you know, how I stopped worrying and learned to love the bomb and Slim Pickens, you know, you know, being the cowboy on the nuke and Kubrick's movie and Hi There is something they put on, I think it was either on Fat Man, maybe on Little Boy. They on one of those bombs they put hi there, you know, hi there, to the uh, Japanese. You know, not not a very nice thing to do, but here we are again in a nuclear crisis. And I think that my vision was accurate. That that it wasn't a vision; it was experience of stepping into it, and then it's like life just began. Like this had been death. Like this realm is the realm of death. And when we die, we're really being born and we live. And so, and anything that needs to be accomplished as proof of this, the Lord is saying to me that whatever you need to accomplish, you know, I'll put your mind on it and you'll see me do it. You'll see me do it. And, um,. You know, you'll, re- you'll recognize that only I could have done that. That I was right there with you. That I was there with you when you felt like it was cold and dry. And there was no hope whatsoever. I was with you. And when you were getting pummeled, you remember I had you returned good for evil? Remember you returned good for evil? And then what happened? The enemy just melted. And maybe you even want a friend. But they just melted. They didn't know what to do. They couldn't face you. They couldn't face you. They, they, they couldn't talk to you. They felt so guilty. Because you didn't retaliate when they lied. When they tried to use you as a sacrifice to, to accomplish a goal of theirs. Which is not a game that we understand. We're not Satanists. We don't, we don't understand how that works. But when you were the victim of that and you returned good for evil and continue to do so, um, 
you know, you you not only have the victory, but the Lord has the victory. That doesn't mean you win a soul. But what that means is that the Lord's way is established upon the earth. And you don't need, you know, the government to be nice or Elon Musk or anybody else to have such a great influence. One person doing, um, you know, something good, returning good for evil, one act of that reverberates around the entire world, changes everything. And um, most people don't do it. Most uh, people in Christ in America are still, you know, laying low and looking out for whatever and being careful and you know you know, not wanting to rock the boat or not wanting to make waves not wanting to hurt anyone trying to be of no harm trying to just slide through trying to just like you know if we could just you know hoping things go well and um, the Lord is like, no, I'm not, I'm not the Lord of maybe. I'm not the Lord of, you know, uh, 50-50. I'm not the Lord of keep your fingers crossed. I'm not the Lord of, you know, good luck. I'm not the Lord of, of you know, you, you know, yes or, you know, or possibly no. I'm the Lord of victory, accomplishment, yes, not no. I'm the Lord of it gets done. I'm the Lord of, you know, it's on your mind, it's there, and you're focused. And you're focused on it for a reason. Why? Is it your focus? Is it your desire? Or is it my desire? It's my desire that you focus on that, you focus on that, and it gets accomplished. The reason it may not be accomplished is because people get distracted. And, but they don't think the Lord can do it. They don't think the Lord's really in it. They think it's their own folly, their own selfish desire. So they put it aside. But um, that's why we have to have time to get into the spirit. That's why we have to like shake off the world. Here's what the world is. The world is worry. You're worrying. I think we're all, we've all been worrying, but I mean, that's the world. And when we worry, the world wins and God loses. When we're confident, not in our own ability, but we're confident that the Lord will do it. And we know the Lord will do it. We, what happens? We relax. We have that calm confidence. And we're, we're basically here to be, you know, what the Lord originally adds us here for. We're witnesses of the Lord's mighty moving, of the Lord's putting down this evil. We're also witnesses of the depths of Satan. Because I, we always told you, or I always told you on this F report, that um, you would eventually see all this that I talked about. A lot of people didn't believe me about child sex trafficking and pedophilia and pedophilia in high places being initiation into their clubs and all that. And, you know, and, and, and all the rest of it that goes along with that. And then all of a sudden, it all turned out to be not only true, but not in the news, and then even flaunted to where there's absolutely no doubt that the world is 
100% the way it is. It's not 50-50. It never was 50. That's a, a you know, some mind control program they're trying to push on people. It's 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 100% um, evil. It's 100% um, Satan. But what is Satan? See, here's the key. But Satan was created by God. And God has influence over Satan. And 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 there's a uh, Satan is not the creator, but God is. So there is no contest. Satan is used by God for whatever you know purpose that he has. I am the Lord, I create good and I create evil. I create the the, the tempest and the calm waters, you know, for my purposes. And so we have Satan, okay, head of all the institutions. Why did we ever doubt that? Why was there ever a question? Why did there have to be a Zeph report in 2002? Why would that have been? What, you know, it, not that it was tremendously influential, because I've stayed, I've, well, I've stayed under the radar, not just because my way of doing things or my, my uh, who knows what it is, but I was not here to be popular, but I was here to speak to the people that have gifts, to help those gifts be directed. And there aren't that many people that have, unfortunately, gifts because they piss them away. And why do they do that? Well, you know, when Solomon asked for the gift of wisdom, you know, God gave that without repentance. He, you know, that never went away. I mean, he might have been foolish and lost the kingdom, but I mean, it never went away. That, that wisdom, that ability to be wise. I've seen God give gifts out like that, where he gives them without repentance. And all the person had to do was seek the gift and say, Lord, would you please make me wise? Would you please help me do this you know, specific thing? And then they received it. There are others that say, oh, that's a ridiculous... They never will never pray that because they don't believe that something like that's possible. But if you pray for wisdom, the Lord will give you wisdom to apply in many situations. That would also change you if you've been foolish. Most people that are deemed wise in this world are blithering fools to the Lord. You know, the, the, you know, the, the, the movers and shakers... The, you know who they are. So those people are considered idiots. <laughs> and the people that have the true wisdom, you know, uh, true wisdom is, is quiet. It doesn't need to sit there in a loudspeaker saying, we rule the earth and you'll need bugs and you live in a little, you know, we're going to torture you to death because that's what we get off on. <laughs> and then take your children and eat them. <laughs> you know, that's like a classic villain out of a comic book. In other words, we would say that's a fool. But they have the muscle, so they get to do it. The Lord's not intimidated by the muscle. The Lord's not intimidated. What happened when uh, they're trying to pull the food? Well, now you have a whole bunch of new farmers. And they're doing the sabotage. What about these guys that are blowing up, you know, infrastructure, left and right, thinking they're making a dent? They're not making a dent. All they're doing is making uh, the Lord's world stronger they're making a new civilization possible all they're doing is burying themselves 
Why can't we see that? Well, I better not report that because I might get in trouble if I say that they blew up another egg factory or they blew up a, you know, a, a you know, a food distribution center. They did this, they did that, and they poisoned the farm. I mean, I could get in a lot of trouble for that. And and all the myriad games going on, and all these stupid ins and outs, and people trying to be crafty. There is no game. There is no game. There is no game. There is no game. Lord doesn't like any games. There is no need to be crafty. There is no competition. There is no beating the other guy. There just is forward each step that we're given. And um, our opinion about those steps doesn't even matter. But what's great is when you take those steps, you feel really good. Why? Because you release all the angst, all the worry, all the, oh, I need to make this work. Oh, I need to have that happen. Oh, I need this happen. Oh, Lord, I need that to happen. I need this to happen. I need that to happen. Please. 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 Oh, please. 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 Oh, please don't make her die. Oh, please don't make her live. Oh, please don't make him die. Oh, please don't make him... Oh, please. Oh, please, please, Lord, please, please. Please. You know? And this, you know, you know, it's. I've seen too many horrors. Please take the horse. Okay, there's that approach. And then there's the learn human. Learn why would God want you to go through that or see that? Why would God want everyone to feel it's futile? Why would God want you to experience that futility, that, that desperation, that horror, that insanity that is, because, that is today life in the United States? Why? Why would he want you to, to experience, oh Lord, please, please what? Please. And the Lord says, please learn. Please learn. Please learn. Please learn. What is it you're looking at? What is it that you're confused by? What is it that's bothering you? What is it that's torturing you? What is it that's such an abomination you can't you can't even live anymore? Why are you becoming mentally ill rather than dealing with it? Why are you squelching your opinion and being silent and being invisible when abominations are going on that need to be addressed? Why are we doing that? We've seen demons come out of the woodwork. We've seen them actually come out of the ether. We know there's another world that's trying to get in here. We've seen them send their agents and they look just like CIA agents. You know, men in black types. We've seen all this. We understand that most of the fight is in the mind. Most of the spiritual warfare is in the spirit. All the gang stalkings, and I'm now con- convinced when that used to be, you know, really going and, and we've had uh, a lot of fun with that on the road. But as, as that, you know, you know well, we know that all the players are contacted in the spirit. Everything's organized in the spirit. It all comes from the spiritual warfare. God wouldn't even put you through that unless he needed you to learn something. 
And what have I learned about it? What I've learned is, first of all, there's no such thing as gang stalking. No such thing as targeted individuals. And I'll tell you why. And you'll, you'll laugh at this. All of it, every single soul is a commodity and, you know, basically tracked. So you'd have to say that all people are targeted. It just depends what political parties and, you know, what, which way things are going. That will show who's going to be stalked or not. Right now, it's the Christian, white, you know, patriot type, whatever. It could be somebody else tomorrow. But it's all part of spiritual warfare, and it's a, it involves every single person on earth, not just a group that, you know, the military targeted them. It's a military... So, I mean, it's fun to think like that very narrowly, but that's really not the, the way it is. All people are tracked. Everything you do is tracked. And my proof of that is in your mind, you've got an, another voice in there telling you you suck, telling you you're doing this, criticizing you for doing that, or you have other people around that are being like, uh, what, do you, what do you want to call Satan? Is the, uh, uh, he's the, um, you know, the interrogator. He's the accuser, the accuser, of, you know, being accused all the time. There are people beating themselves up. and all this. These kind of people are always sub- subject to... Um, paranoia which leads to gang stalking fears and, and, and paranoia is a big part of it uh, you know thinking about uh, well I'll give you an example I opened up my curtain today and looked across the parking lot there were two people sitting in a truck staring I thought staring at me like have they been there all night and the truck just parked there turns out they were in the truck you know, face this way. But you couldn't see in here. The windows are blacked out. You can't see it. So, you know, but it looked just like it was right at me. Now, I had a little thought and a tug in the spirit, like, what? Are we going to do this today? And then, no. Here's the other thing. Okay, if I ignore that, I can slide by. Right? If I ignore it, I'll slide by. Um, and then you know, it pops up again. It pops up again. Sometimes there's a theme to it, like if you're driving across the country, you see the same thing pop up at three different truck stops. You know, it's like, oh, that's a, is that a coincidence? And all of that is psychological. All that takes place in the spirit, psychological, is the air. Satan is the god of the air, of the airwaves, of mind control, of MK Ultra, of, of the military-industrial complex, of all the churches, of all the religions, of every group on earth. And then there's God's people who are protected by Jesus. And what does God want us to do? He wants us to see all this so that we acknowledge only he could get rid of it, could set it right, could make it right. And... um, to the extent that I can tolerate looking at this shit, and I believe me, I hate it. I, I hate seeing people um, today just... I don't know if you've seen some of these cities across the... Just, say, the Florida Panhandle. Pull off at any 
what used to be an urban, you know, strip malls and you know, neighborhoods or whatever. All we're in a Great Depression right now. All the malls are empty. The houses are abandoned. There are people like gangs of people, you know, groups of people hanging out in the parking lot just waiting for any opportunity to, to, to loot somebody, to do something. But this is all across the country. Um, you go to um, um, I, I should put it this way. It's all across the country but not in every area because in Texas uh, rurally it's looking like that pretty bad. But in cities like Houston or Dallas or Austin, things seem to be really, really going. Same thing with Florida. They're doing more building in Florida than anywhere else. But whatever was here before, the mall, you know, the VHS tape, the, uh, the, the 80s culture, the, 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 the ignorance is bliss culture, whatever, all of that is gone. And now what's replacing it is this contest of, you know, who you will serve and what you will publicly proclaim and when you will proclaim it and whether you will hang, you know, stick there with the consequences and take them, whether you stand up for Jesus, will you stand up for what's right, stand up for children, stand up for goodness, or will you, um, you know, will you cave to fear and go down with a ship and it's going to end up being an individual's decision in the end, which it always is. That's what it was supposed to be from the beginning, from day one. And um, any sickness out there, I know, it just takes the determination. Just say, okay, that's it. Fully relying on you, God. And Lord, we'll just pray that everybody that is sick is going to be able to turn around all bad habits, all everything that was left over from the old culture. Remember, the culture that we knew is dead now. They're even saying Hollywood is dead, you know. Even big conglomerates like Disney are, you know, irrelevant now. The whole woke thing that people did, that the uh, that the left did, is uh, turned out to just be a, you know, a, a political game for political power. All a ruse, all bullshit. Um, you know, just, but basically what it did is it destroyed, I believe that woke um, and everything that goes along with it destroyed the culture that was here and destroyed their culture too because nobody wants, nobody wants them and now there's in the, in the, there's a void it's like there's a void, there is no culture now, there is no trend you can hear a little music you can hear some rap music, you hear this, you hear that it's nothing really definitive no real direction uh, people like sports, you know, it's like, yeah, but that's not the whole culture. It's, it's, it's not really even divided. It's unorganized because it's not here anymore. It's, look, I told you last time, I was, you know, I was always that, you know, I'd be there at the end of things. And at the end of things, well, I would be there, and, uh, and then it would collapse. And then it would fall apart. And it was with everything, everywhere I was. And I watch it fall apart again. In my wild, omnipotent days before Jesus, I used to think that I had the power to destroy any organization or group there is. 
and they never knew who did it or what happened. And uh, it turned out that I'm a close but no cigar. I'm a witness that nothing is permanent. Everything falls apart. Nothing man makes will stay. Nothing is permanent in this world. So, so the overt Satanism, the overt meanness. I had one guy who was so ticked off at me, just like, you know, and I'm driving this, you know, 45-foot bus with a, towing a, a Jeep in the back, and I'm trying to get in the left lane, and oh boy, he went completely, I thought he was going to blow my head out with a shotgun. You know, but he, he didn't he didn't brandish a piece, but I thought he was going to. It was that much road. I'm like, my God, man, what is, what what has happened? I mean, what in the world has happened? Because I go really slow and I take my time. And I'm you know very courteous and you know let people in and I expect that they you know back up a little bit, you know, back off a little bit so I can get in that lane, you know. And you know I don't push it. I usually wait my turn. Um, you know I'm pretty easygoing. I'm, I like to enjoy myself when I'm driving. But, um, you know, some people are just, it, it's, it's just, in, it, they're in, it's, it, it's almost like they're, they're battling something else with their car and their anger. And I, do, I believe that's because people lost their moorings. Nothing means anything anymore. Nothing is here anymore. But the good news is, so everything is ready to be established. The Lord's world is coming. The Lord's, uh, you know, law, life, way, truth, justice, everything is coming. The Lord's cure, presence, um, closeness is coming to every individual. Hallelujah. There is no blocking. There is no mo- there's no moorings out there. You are an institution. You, the Lord wants to communicate with. You, the Lord wants to be with you in your time of trouble. He doesn't say I'll let you out of it. He goes, look, let's look at this trouble. Now, is there a way that we can maybe not take it personally? Is there a way that you could just see it and say, Lord, my, my God, what are you showing me, Lord? How could things have gotten like this, Lord? How did, how did this happen, Lord? How quickly it all happened. It just fell apart. There is no culture. There is no civilization. They don't have a solution. They don't have a new world order. They, too, have fallen apart much worse than uh, the disconnected have. When I say disconnected, I mean you're not in the WEF, right? You're not in Congress. You're not, you know, you're not, uh, you don't have a table at your favorite, you don't have a, you're not in the golf club, right? <laughs> so, you are now the rock. You're the establishment. You're the institution. You're the tradition. You know, the farmer who's now growing vegetables for people because of these idiots blowing up stuff for Klaus Schwab or whatever, of course, above the law. What do you think it's like telling your children that, oh, honey, I guess I made a mistake. There never was a government. There always was this. 
they blow stuff up and you know and they they hurt people and there is no law to stop them because there is no government there is no thing there is no structure there is no FBI there is nothing there is nothing that you thought was there and people hate this about the United States because of the Constitution all that no no there was nothing you can pray for the United States if you like but that's fine I'm nothing against it but I'm just saying for, for my entire lifetime there has never been a United States of America not really not the way that we were taught not the way that I expected and now you see it's a complete disorganized greedy uh, criminal fest and and it's perverted and sick and disgusting and the people who rule the earth are disgusting and sick and disconnected and stupid and um, arrogant and ignorant and everything else I mean they don't have a direction they don't have a new order they don't have a you know a vision and except for like you know Ray Kurzweil or something the singularity moving to compact dormitories and eat bugs and walk for the rest of your life even even that there is no real plan their electric cars are all melting down blowing up not working in cold weather whatever it's all I was looking at the, the, the electric cars on the road and I said Trish there's a Tesla there's a God knows what some sort of SUV um, or you know, I saw a, a, some kind of truck you know you know a truck that was electric I said to Trish, I said, you know, doesn't it look like there's something missing? Like, if you look at a Tesla, there's no exhaust, right? There's no exhaust. There's no metal. You have this body style, and you have no trim whatsoever. And it's, it's going down the road like a fast golf cart. And it makes no noise. And it looks like it's... Uh, probably okay to drive I, you know I imagine but it, it's it, it's basically um, a, a, you know already a relic it's already a dinosaur it's already an eyesore and then we saw this truck and it's like god you know what what you know happens if something goes wrong with the battery on the road there's at least with gas there's every 25 miles or so there's a solution on the interstates um, you know and then and then on top of that, there's nothing but fuel available for, you know, billions and billions of years or whatever. And the, the other thing is that the world population can fit. You know, it won't obey Bill Gates, but it'll, it could fit in Texas. I mean, you know, God said replenish the earth. To replenish the earth. And so, you know, um, have babies. I just talked to... And, and replenish that'll make it way. And uh, we're on exactly the same page. Oh, uh, that's true. Across the country, I may have to say this. Everybody uh, yeah. that we've talked we, to. We hope that once I get this thing up, there, you know, and, and it's, you know, running, you know, the way I think it should and all that, we don't have to, we could just be uh, lost in America on the bus. <laughs> then, yeah, then there'll be a chance to, to, to visit and maybe visit some, some yeah, of you folks. Yeah, so and many people in Florida. Yeah, we, well, we definitely can do that. We wanted and to stop and see, but we just... Yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's going to work out. This was... 
this was a, a matter of, um, you know... Uh, you got thrown in the deep end of the pool. Well, it, it I gosh, I should just write a, a story about it because maybe a substack because make a great movie. that you know uh, okay. So for you truckers out there, you know, and bus drivers. So the the Prevo, what what we're dealing with is a is a like a thirteen year old Prevo, you know that that it's a classic like kind of looks like a tour bus, and you know it's not perfect, okay, but the way that it was sold. Is and and I had a, a motorhome that was um, losing value quickly, and I had to do something to to, to you know falling apart, and, you know, just uh, not very well made, put it that way. And um, so I wanted a bus because I like to drive. I want a, a real but you know a real driver, you know, a real thing, something real. Um, and so I've been watching this one for about a year. Yeah, it's really, really, you know, got tremendous potential. Um, you know, but we had to get from Florida back to New Mexico in one piece. And, oh, yeah, it's right. And they made it look ready. And they did this orientation around the bus of what's what. The guy didn't, nobody there that sold this to us knew anything about the coach or anything about Prevos and uh, Volvo buses the, or, the, or Volvo itself. Which is the reason you buy one of these? First of all, is the Detroit 60 Series motor is 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 a good reason. But anyway, they didn't know anything about anything. I said, I said, well, where is the uh, engine retarder or the Jake brake? What's on that? You know, to help slow it down because now we're talking about something very heavy, eats a lot more gas, but it's really, you know what I mean? Like if you try to stop it with just brakes, you'll just blow up your brakes. You know what I mean? So. So we were, you know, and I, I asked 15 people the question, and people said this and that. I said, I'm getting a check engine light. It's a red light bulb that says check. And the guy goes, that means one of your light bulbs is out. Don't bring it back here. So they left us with something that had sat and problems, and it was not roadworthy, but they promised it was. It couldn't get back here. So we went through everything. In fact, um, we had broken down on the road, and you know we literally stopped on the interstate where the, where the vehicle just simply said, "That's it, stop," and had to do a, a tow and had to get to the you know get some uh, yeah roving mechanic help to because a turbo sensor was out, which shouldn't happen, and um, just just more and more evidence that it was a. You know, so my theory is that it just sat around for years, and they just, you know, were all too happy to uh, get it, and they didn't care what happened to us. And uh, we're fine with that, you know, because we don't want to deal with you know people like that anyway. But they happen to have the bus, and we have what we want, and you know. So what I did is I uh, got got going with everything about Prevo and Volvo engines and got to the Prevo Service Center and met some great people in Houston and they're, you know, if, this is a great thing to have if you drive, you know, interstate uh, because they have support networks all over the country. And um, so what I had learned is, you know, like on that uh, engine retarder, you know, it's a simple switch on the dash. So what switch is it? 
so I could operate this Allison uh, thing. I finally, you know, found it, and um, the guy uh, who uh, fixed it for us and got it, you know, roadworthy, ready to go home. And we went on a test drive, as you should do, and then he, you know, gave me a lesson on using that engine retarder and driving and everything. He stuck his foot in. We really were hard on it, make sure it's good, and it was just smooth. It's powerful, and it's all, you know, it's amazing. But none of those things were done there. I guess what they expected is 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 to just dump it on somebody and just, you know, let them eat it. And, and um... So we had to lean on them a little bit, but I mean, eventually we got together with Volvo and Prevo and, and you know, and uh, Forms. There isn't even a, the actual coach builder, the people that did this conversion, their name was Outlaw. They've gone out of business and their name now is Emerald out of Texas. And so I'm looking, well, where's that manual of the conversion? So I can see, and nothing works. They stole like three DVDs players, there's a lot of stuff that's missing controllers, there's like a Bose system that's like, you know, best in the world, but no one can operate it, it's it's, it's, it, it's comedy, but um, the Lord really put us through our paces on this, because we were like stranded in rest areas and you talk about gang stalking and worrying about criminals and you know, there you are and uh, there you, you're not going anywhere you know, and you're stuck and then, you know, the tow thing and you know, whether that would work out okay or whether you're going to just damage the bus. And, oh, man. It was just like a lot of... Uh, everything that kind of could go wrong sort of went wrong. And then we... Um, and then we got uh, plugged into the right network. God led us exactly to the right people, to the best Prevo guy in the world. He's in Houston, Texas. And um, he went through it. Bing, bing, bing. Done. On the road. And, uh, you know, happy ever since. And then my plan for it is to, you know, I want to do something, you know, crazy with it. I want to, you know, wrap it with a Jesus thing or some, you know, you know it's, it's, it's ours to, uh, you know, to uh, create a little bit of a, you know, uh, some excitement and whatever. So, you know, we, we said, okay, Lord, it's your bus. You know, do what you will with us. You know. <laughs> so let's see what he does, you know. And um, I can tell you one thing, though. Having quality craftsmanship and having that tradition of Volvo and that motor and the chassis and all the stuff and the drivability is worth, uh, you know, it's not even the, 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 the worth of it. The value of it is infinitely better than any you know these claptrap RV things which are I think very dangerous like if we went through a supercell with with the Dutch star we had almost blew the roof off so I'm you know I'm uh, the road's kind of nasty too I have to report that that people's attitude out there has really changed and the roads are kind of rough and you gotta it's uh sort of return to the wild, wild west in a way, America. Uh, the police are, you know, not not dealing with anything, you know, it's just, you're on your own out there. But there are some good things to find, and uh, I think this, this 
this journey and we lost a week in trying to find answers and get people and I guess the the lesson here for us is just the same one that you guys get that we all share always give everything to the Lord always and um, if there's no solution today you know like a lot of things, times there's not an instant we're used to instant solutions there will be one tomorrow there will be one down the road you know seek and you will find all everything in scripture turns out to be true if you're in peril because of a you know a trip like this with a bus not you know not being really not being maintained well enough to 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 drive down the freeway i mean that's basically what these guys you know they gave us a, a non-roadworthy bus i gave them a you know uh, uh, at, at first a glowing review just to uh, uh, returning good for evil because I thought at first it was all okay and I'm not going to amend it Just I'm not going to say more about it I'm, we're never going to see him again and if we do I've forgotten it already you know and that's just the way it's uh, going to have to be but anyway let me impart this Whatever it is you need to accomplish, the Lord will do it. And I've got to really believe, too. Whatever it is I want to accomplish, you know, health-wise and, um, you, you know, just plugged-in-wise, whatever the Lord wants, I'm, you know, there, ready to do it. I would ask the Lord, please, Lord, you know, give me the, not the strength, but the agility, you know, to, to do those things. Uh, to, 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 um, what else is there to do? I, it could be like, you know, you go to a, a, a job, you've got a, a person there that, you know, for whatever reason you're at odds with, you know, they're just, uh, it's like when we got the bus, we were at odds with everybody there. Just every single person there we were, we were at odds with. It's just it's spiritual odds, you know, just the entire thing. And um, it was the perfect opportunity for returning good for, for evil and letting them think we're fools for not defending ourselves but then being strong at the same time so that might have changed a couple of people you see so in something that was meant for something else there might have been some good done the only good that we can do is we can get people focused on God and the purpose of existence which is God God's purpose is us. And so we want to align with that purpose. That's it. I mean, you know, if I never say another thing here, I mean, that's it, but I'm going to keep coming back because I want to make this show a little more relevant. I couldn't talk during the during the traveling because it was just... <laughs> there's no energy. Uh, and I, I love more energy, and I give it to the Lord and see what He does. But I'm more excited about the Lord now than ever, and I'll tell you why. I used to really worry about the nuclear war. I used to really worry about my own death. I used to really worry about a lot of things. I had to worry too much. When I took off on this trip, I was worried about everything. Things were really getting under my skin. and Every day I'd hear a new report of something I just couldn't even believe it had gotten that bad. 
and and it's like, what are we going to do? And all those worries, uh, you know, it, it's it's unproductive. Uh, to it, it's okay to acknowledge it, but then to allow it to uh, you know, make you inert or you know make you have you know you know three gin and tonics or something uh, to knock it back. It's it's the uh, we're not here uh, to be entertained. So, you know, it's uh, some food for thought. And, uh, you know, I'm um, getting ready for a, a, a film convention horror thing. And, um, you know, everybody wants to be successful and make stuff happen. Producer Mike called me and he was talking about Girl Next and said, you know, what what happened on that IMDb? You're rating. I mean, you must be crushed. And I think Larry talked to him and just said, "No, it's not in our control, Mike. You know, it's uh, they're, they're, they they um, some people just really hate, and and they just hate us personally. And that it, it's got nothing to do with the movie. They're just gonna come after us anyway. They've done this on everything. Everything I do, they do this Every, because." They're aligned with the other side. You know, that's one thing. The other thing is... It's warm in here, love. I know, I know. That that, that heater there, is, can you, you know, get the off? It's like too warm, I know. Well, that was great. You figured out the heating system. Well, it'd be better than freezing. As we head north, yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you know, they, they overachieved in that area. But... Um, Good boy. You know, he said, you know, why? And it's like, well, we got, you know, this documentary uh, coming out about me and writing society and then uh, and, uh, the Quantum Devil, which is going to be premiering at Frightmare in May. And we got these cool little token, they're not token, they're coins, uh, of Crazed House. I may try to get the bus there by putting a, a wrap on it with the, with the film, two films that we have there and Crazed House on the back. And then, you know, it could be like you could uh, stop in and say, I, you know, I have not gotten permission, but I'm not going to get permission. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so we're trying to do that. In other words, yeah, well, we want to be successful and all that, but we know that any kind of success, whatever has happened and all the success so far, whatever is going on, uh, it's got to be the Lord's function. It, it, it you, you know, you just hit the upper left on the thermostat, boom, boom, and it's out and gone. And we just like that. So we, you know, so we have that going on, and we have this thing going on with, with you know, because film is completely dead right now. It's like, you know, not, not, the horror genre per se, because genre stuff is very popular. Comic books, horror, graphic novels, you know, uh, little you know, t-shirts, hats, you know, all kinds of stuff is really, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well sought out. And um, you know, there's a little industry there, but most people, I would say, um, have been trying to be politically correct. Now, I'm talking about the upper echelon, you know, the guys we know. that No no judgment on them. I'm not being mean to them or anything. But I'm saying that they don't, they're not sure where they stand. And so with something like Girl Next coming out, which was complete 
you know, we didn't obey any of their any of their rules. Any of it. <laughs> None. We disobeyed. Definitely uh, not politically correct. So, but here's what's happening. I've written a novelization of it that fills in a lot more detail. And today we are... I got it proofed. Yeah, it's proofed. While we were right. stuck in the... Uh, it's, it's being published by an Italian company, Weird Book. And it's also going to include for Italians, since we don't have distro distribution in Italy yet, uh, but the Italians can get it in Italian and then get the DVD in Italian, at least Italian subtitles. So they'll be able to have it and then have the novelization. The novelization will give you a lot more information about what you just saw. But we're not done there. It goes on after that. And, um, you know, I'm in the middle of writing a, um, a pilot for a, for a Lorian uh, to, to, to find out where she went afterwards and who she, who she is. If you read the novel, it, it, if you've seen the movie and you liked it, you read the novel, it will feed your head. It will really feed you information. Yeah. You'll, but you still may be missing something. Like, who is she? And where did she go next? <laughs> and, and, and where was she? And what has she been doing? I mean, who is this? Is that a clone? Is that a, a robot? Is that a bionic soldier? What exactly are we? I thought it was just somebody in a parking lot that got abducted in human trafficking. And then it turned out to be all about the quantum realm and quantum mean, and now quantum is everywhere. So we, we have to take quantum to, a, to another level that they're not... Uh, that's beyond, um, you know, CERN and beyond, uh, you know, the Great Collider and all the, you know, the, beyond the, uh, the Temple of Apollo, Apollyon, <clears throat> and the Great Destroyer. Beyond all that. What's beyond all that? And so that's kind of like where we're going in this girl, woman, you know, uh, military asset has her own life going, and I suppose she's a little bit like, in a way, she's kind of becoming like a, a little bit like a female John Wick, I guess. And, you know, you're going to get to know her, but, you know, you're going to see scenes that, that were alluded to, like with her boyfriend and stuff, and you might think, well, was that really her boyfriend? And, uh, and why are these three uh, blacked-out SUVs, you know, picking her up with comms on? and take her into a debriefing, and now there's a whole bunch of scientists around her. What the heck's going on? So, it's, um, and all I can tell you is that I don't know what's going on. That's why I'm writing it. I'm trying to find out myself. <laughs> I've never been in a situation like this where, you know, I'm going down the road here with Lorian, and uh, I pitched it. I pitched this series idea, and then, you know, now I, now I have to deliver I, I, I've never written a TV pilot, so I'm trying to. Well, I got backup. I got friends who can, re, you know, overwrite me if I screw up. But um, I, I think you guys would like it, and there'll be a nationwide. Uh, we lost our old Lorian uh, act. I don't know what happened. She kind of, I think she went woke, and then yeah. she had to depart the film because of we were so politically incorrect that they, the woke people just didn't want her to be around us. I, I, I can now say that. You know, I, I don't think I'd be hurting anyone's feelings. And, but it's her decision, you know. And uh, she, she didn't want any part of uh, the misogynistic uh, uh, Christian guys, you know, misogynists, you know, uh, 
white pe- men, you know, making this movie about uh, having a, you know, a, a transgender in there that's, that's not, not, you know, playing that part and on and on and on. So, yeah, they, um, it's, it's, <laughs> so, well, no, but instead, I think they thought we would just be so demoralized. We would just uh, say, screw it, but we didn't. We uh, doubled down on that novel and that DVD. Now, this DVD that's coming out here that we're producing, it's got some secret um, scenes in it. And one of them is the mind control sequence and what that Lorian was watching in the, in the movie. But now it's the same one, you know, used by, you know, inspired by Lewis Julian West, trauma-based mind control, MK Ultra. Okay, that that clip, but without it being in the movie, just raw. But you have to dig for it on the DVD if you can find it. And it's pretty gross. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I, you know, are we being hypocrites? Uh, probably. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I just know it's in there. And there's some other stuff in there, some interviews and some, you know, you know Larry and I did a, um, the director and I did a uh, a talk over the with Lacey, um, an interviewer. Uh, we did a talk while the film was playing, and what is that when you do it? You know, the, the, he he did his director notes, and I we just talked about making the movie during the time, and so there's more information coming out about that, and then like I say, what's coming up is uh, you know there'll be have to be a, a a, a global search for Lorian. She's very special because her skills now have to kind of be on the same, you know, I mean, because in the movie you saw she could run at a supernatural speed, you know, at, a, at an unnatural speed, let's put it that way, you know, as fast as a car. And uh, she could take, you know, hits with bullets. And there's one scene that I just finished writing that um, if you saw them take her toe, that they just have another toe and they just stick it on there and it and it, it, it burrows its it burrows its way in, into your foot like you know what I mean it's just like that's the level of programming of you know of whatever the science is of cloning I guess but um, it'll be a, a search and there are some candidates out there but uh, you know it's an I don't know situation at this point but uh no, no, she's not going away, and this concept is not going away, and MK Ultra is not going away, and the idea of quantumine, and see, it's okay for them to let, um, you know, the approved of culture deal with quantum physics, but it's not okay for us to deal with it. So that's bullshit. That's wrong, and so we're going to keep dealing with it. And you know, we did nothing that was, you know. Uh, yes, okay, there's a scene where Lorian is dismembered. It was like in a, in a dream state. Okay, fine, she's dismembered. That's like a horror movie, okay? So, so how is that, you know, to be punished in other horror movies where that happens not? It's because the other movies are giving a nod and a wink, in, whether in dialogue or in something, to the popular culture. And we're not doing that because we're classic. We're here for... We're here forever. Our movie's here forever. Right? A lot of the ones that came out during that year, they're gone already. 
but we're not gone. We're we're gaining in popularity. In fact, the last distro check we got was, you know, was you know, several hundred percent higher than than yeah. before. So I mean, it's like it's gaining momentum when when everything else is dead. So we didn't make a movie for. It's like Stanley Kubrick, our our, our idol. He makes a movie forever. Right, he makes it forever. You know what I mean. He doesn't not do the latest stuff or the the white man jokes or the you know any any you know giving any nod to any of that stuff. It's um, um, because that stuff won't be here a year from now. They can scream and yell and hem and haw, but you know, in the end, the 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 the, the people on the I mean, they said, "Well, you're a right wing bigot. That's why we don't like you know." I'm like, no, I'm not right wing. I'm basically normal. I'm common sense. I'm, you know, uh, for freedom of expression, being an artist, I want to delve into things I want to delve into. I don't want to be told what to write. I don't want to be told what to, how to edit. I don't want to be told, you know, and if you, if you don't like it, don't buy it, that's fine. That's the commerce. I accept that. And if you want to make a nasty comment, I accept that too. You know, but I mean, I should be free to, to, to make those choices. If I want you, you know, the world to love me, all I have to do is do a comedy like a Seth Rogen type comedy and, you know, worship gay people and, and black people and what, what's the other thing? And transgender above all. And then, oh yeah, everything will be uh, peaches and cream. It's, I just don't, I, to me, that's complete hypocrisy. And there's a lot of people doing it, you know, trying to. You know, give a nod to this. It's like, you idiot, you're giving a nod to something that's gone already. When we first came out with Girl Next, he goes, oh, I, this is this is torture porn. In this era of B2, Me Too is gone, by the way. Uh, this will never fly. Well, the guy was wrong. That's a famous person. And he's had to change his tune on us because he's a friend. And and he has, but at first he was like, "Oh, this will never. We can't even have this in like festivals that he that he that he that he manages or whatever. He, we can't have this at that festival. You know, it's too it's too much." And now he's like a, a fan of it. So, you know, that just goes to show you, you know, whatever. And the other thing is, uh, we want to be able to show that kind of filmmaking and say. Yes, I, I believe in Jesus. I am a, I am born again, and I've done this, and I did this. I didn't go into some, you know, cloistered environment where I was patted on the head and said, "Okay, Jeff, now you can go do a Jesus thing, or this or that." But don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do that, and uh, we'll make sure you have an audience. No, we just went out there. Welcome to the NFL, and uh, learned a lot of stuff. Of things I'll never do again. <laughs> but I learned about how they, how they are within the independent artists that don't get permission. I understand that, but we're going to do it again. And I can't and wait again. to do it again. And again. I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to just say, "Okay, go ahead." So I had to learn a few things because I was. You, you, one thing I did learn as a filmmaker: you can't. You can't save it, you know. Like if they decide to trash your book or your film or whatever, they're, they're going to trash it, and you're going to let it happen. And there is, and if you try to fight it, 
they'll get you on that. So, you know, never again that. And actually, producer Mike wanted to complain to IMDb, uh, and I told him, uh, we told him, no, move on. It is what it is. Let them trash it all the way to zero. It is what it is. You know, it's, we're not going to try to... What's so funny, though, it's won over 80 awards internationally, like best film, right, because best cinematography. Those are cinema people. Best, um, you know, best those are actor. Real best movie best people. Actress, yeah. Best this, yeah. best that. Best producer, even. Well, I, you know, I didn't get best screenplay. You didn't get best screenplay yet. All those awards, I got nothing. Didn't you get best screenplay? I might have gotten one. I think you got one best screenplay. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, is that, uh, there was a lot to learn about the market and like I've seen people go out with a book like on Amazon and like the book gets down to one star you know what I mean and you just there's just nothing you can do and if Amazon didn't step in to protect that book let's say it's one of theirs uh, it just stay at one star I remember there was a movie that Chris Pratt was in some alien kind of movie and they don't like Chris Pratt because he's they think he's a Christian I think or they think he's you know, a conservative. He's not woke. Because he's, he's not woke. So they took that movie, they, they brought it down to like, you know, one star out, out of ten. And it was like, and even Amazon couldn't save it. It was Amazon put the money up for it. And so I'm like, wow. And I haven't heard from Amanda Milius yet. I'm, I'm waiting to hear, get another film from her. See what happens with that. I think if you do that documentary kind of in the... She in, did it. That was a good documentary. If you do a documentary type of film in your own, you know, thing about, like, say, the you know, exposing the, the COVID or something like that, I think that the other side will kind of leave you alone at this point um, because they've been so implicated in murder and in, uh, in, in, in crime and deceit and, and totalitarianism, uh, treason, you know, Nuremberg 2.0. So they're kind of like, that subject you can kind of do. But uh, they don't want you to touch their precious sci-fi. And they don't want you to touch anything that they use for mind control, you know, movies. And um, I think if you do a movie honestly, it, it breaks open the mind control. And then one day we want to do a, a movie about... Uh, we want to do a Paul movie, mainly because he came from such elite society and then went through such a transformation. And we want to show that for real, not this soft-peddling crap, but actually show Paul at the height the of The vote to this mask well, was definitely a yeah, we, we, big deal. We want to show what, a, you know, being a Roman, uh, you know, really involved during the time of Caesar... And Augustus and uh, and after, and we want to we want to show we want to show how big a transformation you know not just uh, you know it's a little more than just sex drugs or rock and roll it's also just killing Christians and and things like that and to go all the way to um, taking the abuse for for Christ is pretty good and also because there are people out there that don't like Paul they think he's the Antichrist. What? Yeah, I, I actually had death threats when I said that. Well, the reason Paul's so on the gay thing is because you know Paul had was all involved in all that gay stuff in in Rome, and they go, "Oh, I'm going to kill you!" You know, I'm like, yeah. well, "What do you think he was involved in? Like, he's the only one that sat out. He, he never did anything wrong. 
and 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 those guys were what, like, "What about the pastoral tales that, that they teach in twelve-year-old boys? They the men have wives. That's and Greek. That, that, that's Greek tales, but those those are at the same time as the New Testament, and they show the romance. They're romance novels with twelve-year-old boys and men, and all these men are powerful people in government and industry." And have children and wives and all that stuff, but then they have this romance. It's you know it's um, uh, whether you think that's good, whether you think it's bad. It, it's it's uh, I believe that it's um, a very misunderstood topic, and I believe the people that misunderstand the most are people trying to politicize sex and not and and and, and make it some kind of a. A duty for people to look what they're doing now with uh, it's, pedophilia. It's just no, no. They're trying to force the pedophilia, and I and but we said we always said they would end up putting a P on the end of pedophilia. You know, LGBTQP. There'll be a P there, or a you know map or something like that, um, because that's the whole goal. And 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 that's right. Most gays that we know would uh, the gays, you know, the army of gays. But the gays, they, uh, you know, they don't, uh, they're not into uh, children, and they don't want to uh, recruit people, and they're not trying to do any of this stuff. But these politicos are crazy. It's not about sex, though. It's not about inclusion. It's not about any of the things they say. It's just, it's, it's about a totalitarian state. It's about strict mind control. It's about a, a, a militarized populace. And that's what it ultimately is. And um, that's the end game, is total control of the human mind. And, um, and so it doesn't matter whether it's gay sex or whether it's counting uh, you know, paper clips. It's the same thing. You know, same thing. All right, folks. Well, anyway, a little update from the road. I hope, um, hope this finds you well. I'm just going to say this, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray for everyone that's listening and everyone that will hear and everyone that hears this that uh, that the Lord would let you get on with it. Remove all those blocks. Remove every obstacle. Remove the delays, Lord. Remove the financial problems. Remove the, 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 the infirmities. And open the way, Lord, for, for to, to, to go forward. And if those things need to be tolerated, Lord, give them the strength and ability and the grace to tolerate while glorifying you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And uh, we'll see you next time. Because I'm the vigilante. Hey, you got a request for you to cover Jimi Hendrix. Um, which song is that? Angel came down from heaven yesterday. Da-na-na-na-na. I wonder what Hendrix would have done had he lived. You know. Hey, we gotta get out of here, man. Yep, let's hit the road, buddy. Okay. You want a shower? I don't know. I, I'm, what are you talking about? Uh, Jimi Hendrix, what is, I have a request. When I get home, I gotta put my studio together. I gotta, yep. I gotta put Trish under my desk. And then she's got to unplug this intonato that's there and then plug it in. I'd love to hear Zeph cover Hendrix's message to love, Isabella. Okay, that was a later track, right? Wasn't that on the, the After He Died album? I don't know. 
the message to love or whatever it was called um, uh, wasn't on the same record as uh, I used to live in a room full of mirrors all I could see was me wasn't that it I'm not sure message to love is about GL said it in the chat well you know why Jimmy Hendrix died because he he choked on, on vomit because he was you know doing drugs and drinking and it, you know it, it, came, it came up and he choked I don't know that there's I'm, I'm not sure he was killed like everyone says you know I, but that's just you know I don't know I, a lot of a lot of things like that I've kind of see it a little bit differently now and don't just assume that you know that, that there was some you know plan because I don't see how his music is better I, he would have made a lot more money for his people had he lived on I would love to have heard Jimi Hendrix get together with a guy like Steve Vai see what would happen there if the, if you know. I doubt he would go that way of shredding I think he would go more into blues but that's just my trying to find something to go out on here well he had soul oh he had soul would you like another espresso yeah another espresso thank you I'm coughing out now I gotta get ready to drive and no fear folks no fear no fear it's sad going home though no, it's not. It's, it's not, sad. Not for me. Getting off the road is sad for me. Is it? I go through a little bit of a, of a yeah. You want to keep going? Well, no, I don't want to keep going, and I don't want. We get your studio to put together when we get back. Yeah, but I mean that, that, that part. I don't. We got that part, and uh, that you know I don't have anyone to help me put it in, and right now the studio is down, and when the studio is back. Uh, uh, it'll be like 2.0, I, I guess. That I'm, woman that I spoke to I will with the dogs. start making tracks. Okay. Benson played so hard with her puppy. Yeah, look at that. He's, he's just wiped out. Okay. But she said it's so nice to talk to somebody who is on the same page. She refused the jab. She even went so far as to get a fake... A card that said she had gotten the jab. Her hus- her ex-husband died from the jab. So did her ex-husband's wife. She says she yeah. knows so many people who just went along with the mandates and they got the jab and now they're dead. And she listens to InfoWars and others that know Look, what's going on. And you you she's gotta like, have... She's like, my, you, you, my age, you, you you've know? got to have uh, Infowars, whatever you think of uh, Jones, whether you like him or you don't. You've got to be plugged in Infowars in general, along with uh, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, Carlson, uh, uh, some of these guys like uh, you know Peter McCullough, um, some of these great doctors and, and scientists, uh, um, you know, and, and just listen to all of them, you know, per, per, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and try to because um, everybody is on the same page yeah. so you know we're in a real fight here and um, you know win. but the only way I can do it is give it to the Lord just say well, Lord where, where do you want me to serve yeah. you want me to put a machine gun turret on the roof of the bus we'll put Trish up there and I'll just drive madly into the uh, enemy fire <laughs> I just want to play this San Bernardino it's not a very good song but I love that song. 
it's been going around in my head. We've had no music or anything. It's a, we've been singing it on the road. Who dat? Mary. <laughs> we'll see you next time. God, God bless, bless you. <laughs>